What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following is a public service announcement. If you are part of a large group of friends partying, you might be in a slasher movie. If you find yourself making quips that on paper should be funny, but when delivered end up falling flat, you might be in a slasher movie. If you've seen exactly seven boobs today, you might be in a slasher movie. If you are in your late teens to early 20s, you should know that slashers can strike at any time. Large, hate-filled serial killers are out there roaming the plains, cities, and swamps of America just looking for a new party to crash. If you or someone you love believe yourself to be caught in the midst of a slasher movie, make peace with your God because there is no escape. If you aren't killed this time, you will be in one of the next four movies. Is this a metal thing? Yes. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk, your panel of expert hosts. This week and each week and every week are me, David Day. I'm the foremost expert in scare no-nos, and across the great grand state of Washington from me sits my co-host, Bryce Hansen. He is, uh, he's also, a, he has a PhD, and it's in a thing called spookology, so we're professionals, and we know it. New theatrical releases always get priority, but sometimes we, we, we head on back to the little old ditties that, that brought us to where we are today. Um, we've got a great show for you today. We will be reviewing the now somehow classic uh, uh, homage slasher uh, from 2006, Hatchet. Um, that's right. But first, you guys should check us out at our website, horrormovietalk.com. From there, you got links to all the stuff um, that's important. You can follow us here and there and everywhere. Uh, you can follow us in a hat with a bat, not a spear. How about that? Um, uh, you know what, though? We really need to thank our new patrons this week. 
We got Alex R. We have Taylor W. We have Taylor W. Wait, that's two Taylor W's supporting us on Patreon in the same week. One is spelled T-A-E apostrophe L-O-R, and one is spelled T-A-Y-L-O-R. So thank you both Taylors. Are we sure that they didn't just change genders? I don't know that uh, one denotes, I think that's a little Maybe they're in their transition period. Yeah, maybe don't assume anything because that's, true. that's kind of a really cis white male thing of you to Taylor, do. Taylor, Taylor, you just let us know your pronouns and, and when you're ready to come out in public. Also, thank you, Derek J. and Liz C. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. And we always get uh, pronouns wrong. It's not by design. It's just by happenstance it's because we're it's because we're horrible people. We post new episodes every single Wednesday, so make sure to drop us a nice review like Manny uh, does so frequently. And uh, and if you want to give us a call, do so by calling us at 682-253-4468. We start off each episode giving a brief review and our score for the movie. Score on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being bad, 10 being good, 5 being average. And... Uh, after we give our score, we'll get into spoilers, take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. Later in this episode, we'll be doing kind of a new bit. Um, it's called "What Would You Do," and uh, and I'll be uh, I'll be posing some some questions to Bryce and to myself about what we would do in certain certain slasher situations. I thought you would have kept on going with the "You might be in a slasher movie." I don't remember just that. Have a, just have a full. You just did. That's what your, what your opening mm. ad was. Yeah. You, I, I'm a s- slightly disappointed that you didn't go j- full Foxworthy with it, you know. Oh. <laughs> if you seen exactly seven boobs today, you yeah. might be in a slasher movie. <laughs> Dude, it's so crazy. We have some new friends out here uh, where we moved to, and um, they're much younger than us. Yeah. And uh, Big Jeff Foxworthy fans. <laughs> no, they... No, it's like it's just never been so apparent how old you are when you're uh-huh. like, you know, the president's the United States of America. And they're like, are you talking about like Bill Clinton? <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, I'm really old. Yeah. And they're like, and you're like, and when you constant when you never stop talking about Creed and they have no idea what you're talking about, that's a big sign, too. You're like, you know how cool Creed is? And they're like, what? Nickelback? It's a joke. Um, see, this gets me into a lot of trouble. People just can't tell when I'm being sarcastic. Uh, see, it's come it's come full circle now <laughs> on the internet. Like, now it's uh, now it's not cool to make fun of Creed and, and uh, Nickelback anymore. Because people are like, you know what? They're actually pretty good. It's been We've been unfair to Nickelback. And to be honest... I'm I'm I I think uh we might have been too harsh on Nickelback especially. Creed Creed is a piece of trash, but Whoa. What about Nickelback? P- what about POD? POD? Yeah, no, you don't know. Okay. Pissed him um, up a down? No, pissed him up a down. Um we watched Hatchet on Tubi and we're treated to one of the most gem- generic comedic slashers I've ever ever seen in my entire life so uh without any further ado here is the trailer 
folks weren't too kind of Victor. So he stayed hidden in his daddy's house, out in the bayou. One night, some mean children came to his house, and there was a bad fire. When his daddy dropped down the door to save him, he didn't know Victor was pressed against the other side. And poor Victor Crowley died. They say people disappear in those woods. And legend has it, if you get close enough to the old Crowley house at night, you can still hear Victor Crowley roaming in the woods, crying for his dead. showed way too much i now i understand too much of the thing that i didn't want to know too much about yeah also i'll I'll give a plug again to uh hoopla it's also on for, for free on hoopla is there like uh do you have an app on your tv for that or do you cast it uh it's got an app for everything so it's got an app on my tv on your phone on your desktop you can you can watch it pretty much anywhere you just have to see, like, whenever I mention hoopla or canopy, they're like, <laughs> "Okay, I'm not poor, so I don't use the library." It's like, just you know, if it's been a while since you've been to a library, you should go get your library card and realize how awesome it is. Here's a bit of the issue. So, like, I will use the library for, um, f- uh, you know, to check out books, but most of the books that I, most a lot of times, the only version of the book that's available at the library is an e-reader book. So I'll check it out via e-reader. Um, but it's a little bit of a convoluted process. So in my head, Hoopla is a convoluted process because it's part of the library. It's not. I mean, it's not like it's not perfect in terms of like finding stuff like their search engine is not great. Like, I think I, I searched for hatchet and found hatchet two and three but it didn't show the first one but i found it if i looked at the list of movies alphabetically well to be fair that was my experience on tubi as well so not um doesn't sound like too much of a detriment um the synopsis for hatchet goes 20 somethings are in new orleans and decide it will be fun to go on a haunted swamp tour what they don't realize is that this is victor crowley's played by Kane Hodder's Swamp. Who is Victor Crowley? Well, besides being a close personal friend of Ozzy Osbourne, he is a troubled man who lives in troubled life of cruelty inflicted upon him by local kids. Victor's ghost? Question mark? Now haunts the swamp where he was tragically killed by happenstance and tragedy. Also intentional murder. Everyone gets way more ripped apart than they bargained for. My review for Hatchet goes, I chose to review Hatchet because I'm having a hard time in my personal life, and this seemed like the kind of thing that I could handle. I was right. 
There is nothing here to make me feel feelings. Just, just mindless distraction in the form of sex, violence, and heinous monstrosities against God. <laughs> the comedy is without feeling. The violence without warrant. The concept is as old as film. Monster bad, but monster also tragic. But also get out of my swamp. There are attempts at comedy that do not land. There is gratuitous violence that sloshes buckets of blood all over the place. There are even hot girls shooting softcore porno. Adam Green is the director of Hatchet, which is clearly an homage to 80s and 90s slashers, uh, the likes of Candyman, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, etc. Green manages to conjure all of the basics from these legendary slasher titles with absolutely none of the heart of any of them. Um, horror icons Kane Hodder, Robert England, and Tony Todd are featured in Hatchet. Uh, Robert England and Tony Todd as cameos and Hodder as Victor himself. As I mentioned earlier, Todd and England, yeah, yeah, yada, yada. Uh, this is as boring and lifeless a movie as I can imagine, and it helped me through a tough time. Uh, sometimes a mindless waste of time filled, filled with brimming buckets of blood is exactly what the doctor ordered. Hatchet proves that movies don't have to be good or fun or anything but a waste of time, and that's what this is. Um, I give this a 4 out of 10. How did you like Hatchet? Yeah, it's so funny because, like... I agree with everything you said, but the comedy landed for me because, like, I was in kind of the perfect mood for this. It's like if you sit down and, like, watch it with concerted effort and judge it, no, it's not going to be good. If if you, like, this is one of those where if you come by it, like, like uh, browsing through cable or just put it on the background it's a fun time like it's and the the comedy is low effort but i gotta say i mean the i i think the actors had good timing they they sold the jokes for me i chuckled several times uh <laughs> like when the the uh the guy is hitting on one of the the girls and then she starts itching or scratching her her crotch is like <laughs> god damn it not damn. again i knew it was the crabs <laughs> i mean it just doesn't none of it landed for me uh it's i mean it's all very low effort it's very like okay here's here's what it is it's like friend style comedy it's very low effort like personality driven like <laughs> i'm smarter than you and it's 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 just basically a formula and timing and they used it i'm not saying it's anything hilarious or like groundbreaking but i i think it was fine so for those of you who don't know uh we have a facebook group called the horror movie talk facebook group and uh and on it there's tons and tons of fans who are sharing memes, making memes about the show, about movies, about horror, and it's a good time over there. Um, and there's there's a growing divide, uh, or or maybe just camps are being established 
and sometimes you'll get these memes that are like, I can't believe that Bryce gave this movie this score. Or David is wrong about bats in a zombie apocalypse. Or yada, yada, yada. Well, here's something to add to the flames of that fire. Um, and it'll just, it'll just be helpful for everyone to know. Bryce hates Friends. He hates the show, the 90s show, Friends, more than anyone you've met. I don't – okay, this is, this is too strong. I don't hate Friends. I've never watched it, and any time I come across it, it's not – it's not that funny to me. Like, I, I get it. If you're watching a sitcom, it's pretty necessary to get acclimated to all the personalities and, like – the setups work a lot better, but if you like, if you don't care and you watch Friends, any of the jokes seem like super lame, and like, I don't know, it's uh, that and like I'm a Seinfeld guy, and so I'm smarter than you, obviously. Well, as if, as that... if I don't like Seinfeld too. Like it's like, oh, it's it's there are camps, and Seinfeld people do not like Friends, and Friends people do not like Seinfeld. It's like what? What? That's it. That, there's a couple. I mean, the pivot scene, like I've I've seen that on YouTube. That's fantastic. So I mean, I'm I'm sure that there's plenty of gold in Friends to be had, but meh. The Friends has a critical um, thing that um, that Seinfeld just doesn't have, and it's. Uh, Can I see one today? I just want to see one of your titties, girl. Yeah, Gen- I mean, any time that I... Jennifer Anderson pokies. Oof. Yeah, any time that I switched by and saw Jennifer Anderson's pokies, I mean, I was definitely watching it, but I wasn't paying attention to anything that was going on. It was weaponized. Like, <laughs> them nips were all over the place. It was, it, was like, it was like her nips each had an assistant, you know, that was like a, a, a groom, you know, like a, like a, what do you call them? A fluffer. Yeah, just like, she had a nipple fluffer. We got to get these nips standing up straight. And Jennifer's like, it's been six hours of shooting. You can't expect them to. And then they built like little tiny, like little tiny, like out of little toothpicks, little tiny proper prop up those nips, you know, like like making little little erectors. <laughs> Lots of nips going on in friends. Anyway. Bryce hates friends with a white fiery passion. So friends. from now on, you can just if you hate friends too, that makes Bryce's scores all the more good. And if you think that's a ridiculous um, thing, then that will flavor you that way too. Um, you'll have to think of something to give them um, about me. Yeah, Hatchet um, just felt so, 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 so generic. It, I, I just was. I just was like, this can't be, this can't be good. <laughs> so, oh, what did you give it? Uh, did you, did you land on a number? I forgot. Um, I mean, it's, it's completely average. Like I, I give it a five. Like it's, it's not, especially for a slasher. It's not giving away anything more than what you expect. And it's not like, doesn't fall short on very much. Like, and I think probably 
Yeah, maybe. I mean, I would have landed on a three or four if it weren't for the over-the-top practical effects, which are fun. I mean, it's just a fun part of the movie. Yeah. The, I guess, I guess conceptually, there's just no real meat on these bones. You know, it's just like, it's just so generic. It's like Ghost of Angry, um, unfortunately gifted boy. I don't know how to say this properly. R word. He's R worded. Um, He's a real dumb dumb. Yeah. He definitely, but his dad loved him, and that love was beautiful. Um, and those kids hated him, and that hate was terrible. And it tore the family apart. But it just, just didn't, it was just nothing. It just felt like so much nothing. And, uh, you know, you can hurt him, but only for a little bit, because they're in his swamp, and in his swamp he can regenerate or something. Like, is he a ghost? Like, that was the other thing. I was like, so he is a poltergeist? Don't worry about it. It's Kane Hodder. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. When you're right, you're right. Um, hey, you guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know what? Um, what? Well, you know how you're listening to these commercials? Well, you don't have to. Um, if you head on over to our Patreon for the cost of one cup of Starbucks coffee a month, you can uh, you can support us and get access to a whole nother podcast called The After Pods, uh, where we talk about our lives. Right now, it's going to be real juicy, real, real juicy over there because David's having mental issues. Hey. <laughs> Come see me break down. And uh, <laughs> also you get access to these episodes at the $6.66 tier uh, without commercials. So head on over there, support the show, and get access to cool, cool shit. Um, hey, you know what else I wanted to tell I wanted to tell you. Do you have a do you want to advertise your online business question mark? 
HMT has openings and reasonable pricing. We have a stellar community who support our sponsors and are excited to see your products. So let us spread the word about your business by contacting us at our email address, info at horrormovietalk.com. You can support the show by getting a shirt or a sticker or a coaster or some crazy crap over at horrormovietalk.com slash shop. That's our shop. All that stuff was made by our resident artist, D. Gobes or Dustin Goble. He's the professional artist with the Teflon dick. Um, he's got kids. The ladies just call him the D. The big D. He's got two kids and a lady to support, so um, you should probably go at least toss him a follow over on Instagram at dgobel00. That's at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0 on Instagram. Uh, and, you know, talk, sit, be like, hey, can you draw a picture of me having a marital intercourse with Jaws? And he'd be like, I don't want to. And you'd be like, I'll give you money. And then he'd be like, okay, I can do it. Anyway, so do that. Um, tell them HMT sent you. And give us a call at 682-253-4468. Bryce, bring us in with that crazy spoilers music because we're doing that now. Spoilers. I'm dead inside from feelings, Bryce. What's the matter, honey? I I can't believe you didn't play that one. Yeah. Nothing get well, you you plan you're planning on it? Because yeah, I can't you, believe you, it was an oversight. You didn't uh you didn't give me time. Sorry. No, okay. uh, no, no, no. You not nothing nothing cheers me up like the Simpsons. So thank you for that. <laughs> um no, you know, actually uh I have a couple just off the, you know, a little bit sidetracky things to say before we get into the meat of this thing. Um number 1 is Oh, hey ho, I call it uh squirrel. <laughs> well, you said you were hungry, Carly. I don't think it's a squirrel. It's a mink. It's a mink. <clears throat> really? How do you know? Probably ran over it. In medical school, they make you work on animal cadavers before you get to the real thing. It's a mink. Oh, hey ho! I call it uh, squirrel. This reminded me a lot of Wrong Turn. Oh yeah, definitely. This was very much in the same vein. Yeah, but I gotta say, I liked the characters. This is the fucking... You'll never hear me say this again. I liked the characters in Wrong Turn more than in Hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> like, generic garbage, throwaway, nothing characters from the mid-2000s. I liked them more in Wrong Turn. I. Yeah, no? I mean... Oh, hey-ho. Oh, hey-ho, I called it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're they're equal to me, and it, it, in this one, it's got the okay. This is such a flavor of a low budget movie. It's like the the just standard 
casting for a low budget horror film. You got you got the whores, you got the college bros, you got the old couple. You got the you got the machine legs from Grandma's Boy, same year. You've got the moody um you know emo person and then you've got the comedic relief which is the guide it's all like nothing is surprising here (laughs) and like it's all archetypes and it's all like yep we've got a cavalcade of of uh, personalities to murder let's get started yeah and i mean there are a couple surprises right robert england coming in at the start and you're like, oh, that's fucking Freddy Krueger. Gets murdered by Kane Hodder. That's interesting. I, I gotta say, one of the parts that I did laugh at was Tony Todd's <laughs> yeah. entrance and his cameo. Which is great. Yeah, yeah that was an actual, like, a, a laugh. You know, <laughs> like, I was like, okay. <laughs> because, okay, so Tony Todd, uh, you know, Candyman, is... I mean, he's just a good actor. Like, he's a good actor who cares about his craft deeply and kind of didn't get the amount of, like, attention that he really deserved. So you have to make do with his kind of cameos in stuff. Like, he's in a, he's, he makes a couple cameos in Deep Space Nine that are just like, oh, this is so fun. Like, they had to build, like, a very specific... Uh, like backdrop for Tony Todd in Deep Space Nine to showcase his fucking chops, which are <laughs> really good. And uh, and in this, it's like the same. Th- you're just like, oh, there's the diamond in this movie. It's not Robert England. I mean, Robert England's fine, but he's not fucking Tony Todd. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, and the the characters are. I mean, Robert England's character is generic redneck. And so it's not much scene chewing that you can, scenery chewing that you can do with it. And um, it's not uh, far away. Bit. It's not far away from uh, from Freddy either, you know? Right. It's like he, he then, says the well, F yeah, word. And, yeah, and that's the thing where it's like Freddy is a huge personality and you just put, put him into a normal character and it's like it seems so toned down. You're like... But Tony Todd was like, like he was hamming it up in those two minutes that he was on screen. And it's way more comedic and, and broad than you usually see him. So that's why it was so amusing. Yeah, Joel David Moore is also the main character of this whole thing, um, who you all will remember fondly from Grandma's Boy, which is, uh, I think, a uh, Adam Sandler production. Um very funny. He had machine legs. Uh, he was the the villain in Grandma's Boy. But also, more than that, um, he's in both of the Avatar movies um, and is therefore filthy fucking rich um, by virtue of the fact that he just he just fit the bill somehow for James Cameron. Apparently, he came. He uh, was born in Portland, Oregon. Well, that was a role he had. Is he was he actually? I don't I don't know, right? Um Joel David Moore was born on twenty fifth of September nineteen seventy seven in Portland, Oregon, USA. Oregon. Um sorry. Uh yeah, he was also in Dodgeball. So yeah, he's he's in this and he's in he's in a couple of these um uh 
But I assume he's killed off in maybe the third or fourth one. Um, also, what? so he's, he's killed off in this one. At the end. Spoilers. Mm, but he was in the second and third one. I don't want to say you're wrong, but I just haven't seen the second or third one. And you know how slashers go. It could could just be flashbacks. So maybe that's why he's credited in those. Who knows? Another um, off, not exactly related to this, but I just don't like clowns. Not that I'm scared of clowns necessarily. I just don't like them. I just thought I'd say that at the start of this whole thing. I don't know. How do you feel about clowns? Um, I'm indifferent to clowns. Ambivalent on clowns. Mm-hmm. It just it just gives me bad vibes. I'm just, I feel like it's not. I don't know. It, it's like they're not amusing to me. They're not. Enter- I guess they're not entertaining, and therefore, like they're also not scary to me. Because it'd be like if. I was able to, like, feel like clowns were entertaining and there was, like, the selling of, like, this innocent goofiness. And then that was turned on its head. Were you there for the clown incident? The clown incident. At uh, at our previous place of work at Wheel Media? <sighs> were you there? Yes. Oh! Oh! oh. <laughs> See, that's what most of clowning is to me. It's like <laughs> just absolute cringe. It's like, hey, these people that really want to be an entertainer but never like put any effort into it just decided to, well, at least I can act like an ass and and wear makeup and then that counts, right? And then also the other thing is like, okay, I'll, I'll take it back. I've if you've ever been to like an actual circus or like Cirque du Soleil show, there are some impressive performers that are clowns. Like the Cirque du Soleil shows almost depend on the clowns selling their characters and they're very good. Um but that's almost like I mean that's that's like professional uh physical comedy. As opposed to a a guy with silk handkerchiefs, like juggling at a kid's birthday party. There's like, you know, you know how you know you'll put the dishes in the sink and there'll be like there'll be like a, a layer of like just just a sheen of fat over uh-huh. the over the surface of the water, and then that Dawn dish soap hits that hits that fat, and the fat. I'm the fat. I go, woo. You know, I'm like, ah. Uh, <laughs> as soon as a clown shows up, I ain't there for it. I'm gone. I'm like, Feel ah. like, so here's, here's, here's the thing I was thinking of. Like, in terms of entertainment value and, like, the low barrier to entry for clowns, like, I think if if you wanted to be a professional singer, like, probably the lowest of the low would be performing – at a bar or performing at a party as like a wedding singer or something like that. And the bar for entry for like, you have to be so good to be able to get paid for it is like considerable. Like you have to, you can't just go off the street and be like, well, I'm going to sing now clowns. (laughs) You buy a costume. 
and like the barrier to entry and like the expectations on like is this a good clown no one fucking cares it's like no there's a clown here yeah Look. <laughs> it's an american like, icon fuck right. over it get over yourself he's a clown what do you want from him uh, times are tough for him can you leave him alone it's like uh, a pitiable thing it's like can you see what he's doing he has no dignity at all leave him alone it's like yeah i can and, feel and it. it's, it's funny like and when funny? you see when you hear people that are professional clowns there's just something like if they're not attached to a show there's something profoundly depressing about it have you ever seen the um that documentary clowning around meet the freedmans fuckers what was it capturing the freedmans have you ever seen that Mm -mm. (laughs) so there's Really interesting and depressing documentary about, like, an accusation of child molestation and child porn with this one father in this family that taught computer courses back in the early 90s. Like, the long and short of it is, like, you, you the takeaway is, like, you're not quite sure what's true and what's false because every person interviewed like contradicts each other like the police contradict and um and also like the video evidence of it contradicts what everyone says but what i'm getting to is one of the one of the sons in it is a professional clown in new york and so it's this it's this super depressing and and like really um weighty topic and then every once in a while the sun will the sun will be <laughs> carting around his clown stuff in like these giant polka dotted pants. Oh. He's like, like, oh no, oh, so <laughs> poor gross. Guy. So, uh, shut up, you little queer. All right, is what uh, Robert oh, England oh, says yes. <laughs> at the start of uh, of this movie. It's not what I say ever, um, because it's a horrible thing to say, but it is very reminiscent of this time in horror if you are from 2006 and you don't say f-a-g-g-o-t or queer or you don't say um the n-word uh a lot of times sometimes they'll say the n-word or a lot of the r-word you know like retired everybody Uh is retired in 2006 um i i gotta say i'm kind of excited david i'm i'm hearing a groundswell of support for uh retired using gay again in common parlance like it's so like gay people are are, gay people are starting to like like yeah i mean it's that's fine to say that's gay yeah it's gay. as long as it's gay you know as long as it is gay right yeah that was the whole point you see a guy walking down the street in like pink like velvet pants and carrying a a chihuahua in a in a mini purse that's gay yeah Yeah, what you can't do is point at someone and be like hey you little gay you Uh can't do that and that makes sense why would you when have you done that right like 
because you're a kind, normal person. You just no. When something's gay, it's just gay. You don't use it as a pejorative, necessarily. Hmm. It's just a observational thing. Right. So I'm. Um, I'm. You know the. Stuff comes full circle. So the know? way Robert England was using it, not, not okay. But he's Freddie, you know. Anyway, they're gator hunting out in the swamp. Uh, him and his and his boy, who he dislikes a lot, and uh, and they get got by uh, Victor Crowley. And uh, I gotta say, like. If you're gator hunting at night, there's a real element of you deserve to die. Like, it just seems like such a bad idea. Oh, okay. The, uh, this is the one thing about Hatchet that really worked for me is water in the dark. I won't do it. Mm-mm. No. Water in the dark, not okay. Water in the light, fine. That's great. Water in the dark is the the scariest thing that I can think of. In so real life. okay, so here's a scenario. Oh, oh, it's it just makes me. I just, I just, I want to be the fat again, just like ah. So here's a scenario. You're hanging out with a group of friends. You're in high school, and there's like, you know, you and your boys, but also like the group of girls that like kind of is attached to people. And then you're at your uncle's cabin, and then someone comes up with like, "Hey, what if we go skinny dipping?" It's like it's a full moon, you know. No, oh, well, it depends. Is it here? Is it in a river? Is it in a lake here? It's in a in lake the, in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it's in the Pacific Northwest. No problem. I'll oh, do okay. that. That's no problem. Okay. So what if they're? What if your uncle's cabin was down in the bayou? Oh no! Uh, no 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 no! Mm-mm. No no! It was just a, have you seen? gar have you seen what a gar looks like that's just a fucking fish that swims around out there they're they're monstrous and have huge pointy teeth that's just a fish that's just swimming around not to mention the alligators and the and the fucking uh the, the fucking uh the snakes huh. the, the, the water snakes dude. see i no. still i still think it'd be worth it because Number one, the likelihood that something's going to attack you is very, very low. But the likelihood of the uh, naked girl freaking out and needing protection from something rubbing against her leg, it's like, I mean, that... I'm just saying, if I was a high schooler, I, I would I would uh, look the other way in terms of self-preservation. Can't bear it. Can't bear the thought of it. It's it, uh, but that's probably the only rationale that I would be able to like swim in complete darkness. So in this movie, in Hatchet, every time that they're falling into the water, revolted. I am. I do not like that because I know there's gators. You, you know it. You know that they, he's hunting for gators. I'm just like, no, why? Why would you go in the water in Louisiana? It's just. So many people have gone missing that way. Like, no. Ew. Ugh. Ew, David. So that really bothers me. Uh, On the other hand, on the exact flip side of that, they go on a, uh, you know, they're in New Orleans for, uh, what's you call it? What's that party? Mardi Gras. 
And uh, and the old machine legs from Grandma's Boy decides that's not very fun to get drunk and stuff. Instead, he wants to go on a tour. I got something in my eye here. We're on YouTube, by the way. You can see me picking crap out of my eye. Um, he decides to, he's like, we should go on a tour. And his buddy uh, goes, okay, for some reason, I'll come with you. And so they go on this tour, and like it's like a haunted swamp tour. And the, the, he wants to see like lights in the swamp. And I got to tell you, the flip side of me not wanting to go out on the dark water, that dark water, that deep water, <laughs> that dark water, you go flap a flap around, little fish. Um, you can pull that up if you wanted to pull that up. If you can play it through the sandboard, I would. I would love you. Um, but on the flip side of me not wanting to be in the dark water is me wanting to see swamp lights very badly. I, I know that this is a thing. Swamp gas reflected off of Mars. Like, I want to see whatever these weird swamp lights are deeply. Um, so I, I'm i at a bit of an impasse because I would very much like to see that. I don't, I've never even seen a video of it. I've never thought to look it up. Um, swamp gas, yeah. Oh, what, do you got it? To flop a flop Back here, like. no go. Glass shot, come to that dark water. Get you, fat kid. You swim around, he's biting your trunks right off, you tubby little fish. You swim all you want, flop and flap around. Glass. Yeah, it's all chopped up. Dog gonna come. Glass shot behind you. You fat kid, you got to swim. Swim faster. Put it as a corn dog at the end of the pool. Get out that dark water. That dark if it's going to dark water, that glass shot coming for you, fat kid. I mean, it is loaded, it says. It's, oh. yeah, I don't well, know. it's done. You get the idea. Glass shark going to get you in that dark water, that deep that water. That dark water. <laughs> flap a flap around. That's from my brother, my brother and I, and me. Uh, and yeah, MBMA, MBMI. And no, I don't know. Um, there's a lot. So there's two girls on this tour who are whores. Uh, they are. Uh, let's see here. They are whores. And uh, they're shooting a softcore porn on. Uh, yeah, let's just I mean, they are not shy about the boobs in like the first like 15 minutes of this movie. Like, it's just. A lot of boobs. A lot, a lot of, of them. And they're just like, it's almost like they don't want to lose your attention for the first ten, because they're just like walking and then and then you know talking among friends and like, hey, look, boobs. And I, then mean, it, I have big tits and a tiny vagina. It just shows a girl just like lounging, just like with her tits out, like, hey, hey, and then they move smoking on, smoking on a cigarette. Is it okay? Quick question. So, another sidetrack. This is this is episode. I mean, there's just not a lot here. Um, so a couple side. There's going to be a couple sidetracks on Hatchet. Sorry, there's just not a lot to talk about. Is it hot when a girl smokes a cigarette? Are you into that? Um, Do you like that? I think mm. in film or in like fantasy, yes. In mm. reality, no. Mm. <laughs> So if there was some hottie sitting there being like, just, you know, sucking on a cigarette, looking at you and being like, hey, Bryce Hansen. Mm. Like, from afar, yes. Like, and I'd be like, I want that very much. But then 
I'm pretty sure if I got that, I'd be like, mm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Well, I'm into it. I like it. I'd be like, yeah. All right. It'd be like if you if you like, you know, had a date with Kate Middleton or Kate Middleton. Who's the? Are you trying to say Meghan Markle? Some hot, some hot like model and mm. like. And then you put her, your arm around them, and you're like, you know, this is going pretty good. And then you just smell like some really rancid B.O. You're oh, like, man, that's so much better. Oh, <laughs> you, just, you just made it intensely better. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, that's my fetish. Um, like... <laughs> you made it way better, dude. <laughs> Are you one of those guys on those porns that are just sniffing their armpit? Just like... Yeah, their armpit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're all going to love you! Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, speaking of which, this girl scratches her crotch. <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's it's like, great because they set it up that, like, the guy had gotten crabs previously, and they're like, yeah, she was scratching her crotch. Like, Well, that doesn't mean anything like and then she's like he's reliving it with this girl he's like, god damn it yeah the the tour guide is um a young asian man who is pretending to have multiple accents um for it's very hard to tell why it's just a it's just kind of a mildly racist 2000s thing you know it's like I mean, see any seeing anyone try to do, uh, like a Creole accent is always amusing. Like, it's a it's a great accent to try to ham up. Can you? No. Oh. Okay. But no. Yeah, like you watch Waterboy or you watch like, it's just, it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. But then they make him have another fake accent of like a super, like Asian, like I, like Vietnamese accent. Um, and that's when it becomes racist. And that's when it's not okay. Because really, he just has an American accent. Yeah. I mean, this is back in the times when Asians weren't on film. It was like, there was Long Duck Dong, and then... What? No one else. The guy from 16 Candles that played Long Duck Dong. You've never seen 16 Candles? No, 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 no. No, you're focusing on the wrong thing that I'm surprised by. The Asians weren't in film in 2006? Just Asians generally? Yeah, there just wasn't... Like, this was the type of part that they would have. Like, you would have the stereotypical or com comic relief Asian. This is problematic. You are being very problematic. Well, that's why it's a problem. Okay, but what about Harold and Kumar? Oh, what year was that? That's the exception that may prove your rule. Um, I, but I've never heard of that. I don't know if that's a thing. Um, young Victor Crowley was played by... Okay, well, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. But I'll say 80s and 90s, definitely. Like they were put in a box... And I think Harold and Kumar really changed that. But this movie is not the case. <laughs> no. Um, so here's an interesting thing before we get into the story of Victor Crowley. 
Uh, go, go ahead and just take a look at the top cast. Um, uh-huh. if, are you on the IMDb? Uh-huh. Scroll down, 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 almost to the bottom of that Yeah, top the young cast. Victor Crowley. Young Victor Crowley. I was going to bring this up. Played by Rylea Vanderbilt, who is a smoking hottie. Um, and, uh, I mean, she is a just a gorgeous woman. Uh, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. She's been in other things, such as Mega Shark versus Colossus and Avengers Grimm. Also, Team Unicorn, Wonder Woman. Yeah, from 20... Oh, no, that's a short. She was Wonder Woman. But I thought it said she was part of Frozen, but I think it was just a knockoff. Um, no, Frozen... Okay, well, that's another thing I was going to say. The... The... Um... Sorry, the director of this, Adam Green, he did another movie a couple of years later called Frozen, which is really good. Like, um, it's this Disney movie. It's not the animated one. It's Frozen from 2006, and it's about. It's based loosely on a true story. Well, not even loosely, really. It's a. It's about these three skiers that get caught on a ski lift um when the um resort closes for several days and so they're caught in the middle of the night on this ski lift and are going to freeze to death it's great it it's like a very very basic like single location thriller and um i haven't seen it forever but i remember it being pretty good okay cool well, good to know. And so it was kind of weird because I was like, I saw that he did Frozen and I was expecting a little more. And he's done basically nothing since. Hmm. The So it's interesting that young Victor Crowley is played by a smoking hot hottie. Um, but uh, I guess, I don't, I don't know. You can't, cows don't look like cows on screen. You got to, they got to be, we got to paint horses. Um, so that's what they did. Um, kids don't look like kids on screen. It's got to be beautiful, hot ladies. Um, yeah, I guess the story is she was in the makeup department and they like built the prosthetics over her mold and they're like, eh, might as well just put you in there. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, um, so, uh, so let's get into the story of Victor Crowley here. Um, the story of Victor Crowley is problematic. Um, as with most slasher stories, uh, you know, think think back to Jason. Um, young retired boy is teased to death and allowed to drown in a lake um, due to the neglect of, of teens ar- uh, around in the camp. Problematic. Uh, Freddy Krueger is a pedophile who then comes back to kill and probably have sex with little kids in their sleep. Uh, problematic. Um, you know, Michael is, I mean, he's Michael. That's problematic. Uh, so no, no different here. Uh, we have a young retired boy, Victor, who's just sweet as pie. And all the young towns folk make fun of him because of the way he is and looks, which is kind of, um, well, really, really special. Mm-hmm. Very, very special, mm-hmm. and lo- very lumpy. He's he's got a bit of lump about him. 
Have you seen that? Speaking of the presidency of the United States of America, that song Lump, mm-hmm. basically the theme song for Victor. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Lump so sat alone in a buggy marsh. Yeah. And, and it's played by a girl, so Lump being a girl in the song mm-hmm. is okay. So Victor one day is just sitting in his ca- one night is sitting alone in his cabin. The kids are trying to rouse him out of the cabin by tossing fireworks in and around the cabin, um, you know, to spook him, jostle him, get him to run out and be like, ah, ah, ah. And um, instead, they just end up lighting the cabin on fire with him inside. Victor's dad comes home and is like, "I, my boy. And he starts um, chopping down the front door with a hatchet. Um, but unbeknownst to him, young Vic is pressing himself up against that door. Oops. Gets a hatchet from his dad to the face. His dad loves him very much feels bad about the whole thing and uh now victor's dead but not gone he's uh he's a ghost we think um like a ghost that can touch that can reach out and touch faith and um so that's what we're dealing with is like questionable ghost that can't that is in physical form can be hurt but is very regenerative so like i mean i think let's just not over let's not overthink it it's it's basically bayou jason That's yeah it. it's it's definitely bayou jason but with a lot of talk of ghosts like is the poltergeist you know they they're doing a lot of this to say he's a ghost so it's i mean it's definitely physical though i mean they they hurt him. That's what they, I'm like, saying. Step on his arm. So. That's what I'm saying. What do you know about ghosts, Bryce? Honestly, um, as much as experts do. Well, you know what I know. <laughs> oh, hey ho! I call it uh, squirrel. That's said, right. Oh, hey ho! I call it squirrel. Oh, hey ho! I call it. It's a ghost. It's a uh, Victor Crowley, and um, so that's kind of the lore behind Victor. I mean. I think you and I could do better. Give us a, an hour or two. Uh, I think we could come up with a little bit more compelling, or as compelling at least, of a uh, backstory for a villain. Sure. I mean, it's so basic. I mean, I don't... See, that's the thing. I don't care. It's It fulfills its purpose, which is to put out a, a low-budget horror movie that highlights practical effects. Okay, I'm coming up with one right now. Okay, we have a doctor. He's a uh, a plastic surgeon who is the best boob guy in all of Southern California, making him the best boob guy in all of the world. And, um, and he uh, is a happy man, obviously, <laughs> um, and lives a happy life but uh he goes on a cruise right because he's so rich and and uh and so good at boobs that he goes on a cruise problem is it's a it's a ghost boat um and 
on the ghost boat. He gets eviscerated in half. He comes back to give young flat-chested ladies big gazooms against their will. Boom. I did it. That's a good slasher villain. Okay. So instead of killing them, they like just walk away with like a great set of tits. Yeah, but it's like it comes at a price. Yeah, it comes at a price, right? And uh, and like you know, there's people protecting them. He's got to kill one of your loved ones to get to farm the fat for the implants. Right. Not only that. (laughs) Not only that. Like. They're like, okay, so he specifically targets young, uh, you know, young ladies whose husbands or boyfriends specifically have a fetish for flat chested gals. Mm. And so it's tragic. And so they, I don't know, this is horrible, but this is a slasher. So you can't hold me accountable because I'm literally doing the thing. So can (sighs) we talk about the practical effects? Like, I gotta say, let's it's there's some good stuff here, but also some laughable stuff where it's like just gratuitous and probably the funnest way that you can be gratuitous, which is literally just shots of viscera thrown at trees. There's so many like shots of like I'm gonna rip out something, don't worry about it, it's bloody, and then just chuck it at a wall. And we just see many shots of viscera and blood just like wet slapping into tree trunks and walls it's like that's just good good american fun is what that is it it is a uh it is as strong a entry into generic american slasher as you have ever seen it's just it's just very meat and potatoes very very I don't know, I thought it was I thought it was varied enough with like the the kills, like the guy's head getting twisted off other things. What else happens? Yeah, what else happens? He what like basically rips happen? out the rips apart the person in half just by like using his, his meaty hands to rip out organs and stuff. Yeah, Victor is definitely like the spiritual successor of Jason, mm-hmm. just big, strong, oaf, hit, pull apart guy, you know, um, just kind of sped up, I suppose. You know, he, he runs, you know, <laughs> uh, they light him on fire. Like he rips, he rips off the, the black guy's arm arms and then takes his legs and, and, uh, baseball bats his body into a tree. I mean, it's just, it's just good fun. One time, one time, uh, Victor uh, was down for the count. Uh, they all thought, and then he wakes up and he holds a guy down and he just coughs come into this guy's mouth <laughs> for like forty five seconds of just like, come, 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 come out of my mouth and into your mouth. And so they just swapped, come for a long. I mean, time. that's the backstory that we need. Where did all that come come from? Where did the cum come from? Like, oh, that's that's a good bit. Victor Crowley, like, you know, he's he's just coming home from a really, really busy night underneath the bridge. 
and given blowjobs for, you know, five cents a pop. Where did the cum come from? Price is right music. <laughs> and I got to say, later, um, the guy is shown throwing up. And this is, this like gets a full point from me on my score because he's actually vomiting. It's not fake film vomiting. The guy actually throws up and it's very apparent that it's real because you're like, oh, yeah, that is exact. That's what that looks like. And it's not like, oh, a mouthful of pea soup came out, dropped out of my mouth and I'm making a lot of noise. It's literally like projectile like in the trivia it says that like the director kind of insisted on it and then they had to do a second take in which they when she like chugged down uh coal <laughs> what was it it was a uh, a mixture of cold clam chowder and orange juice Ugh. to be able to do it again like That's just that is I mean, so that actually reminds me of a movie that was much, 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 much more difficult to watch than this called Audition that I think we're probably <laughs> going to be reviewing next week. Um, holy moly, I was eating um, during that scene in Audition uh, uh-huh. and I like powered through. I was like, nah, I'm going to be able to make it. And then it got worse. And I was like, OK, well, I can't really enjoy my food now. So. <laughs> It was yeah. I'm interested to talk to you about audition too. Yeah. Um, anywho, watch audition for next week or something. Um, It'll be a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. Unless you're weeks. a patron, Pat- Patreon subscriber. That's right. Which you'll get it earlier. Um, Victor in Lake Grab Girl off boat. I have uh some yeah. There's the end of this is just kind of a just kind of. A very abrupt. It's just like okay. The it was also so she she gets grabbed off the boat and then she's in the water. There's several scenes like this where it's like the shot is showing something that is apparently supposed to be communicating something but makes zero sense because we're showing a shot of her like kicking at just some slight tiny twigs around her feet in the water and i'm like is this supposed to be communicating that she's stuck because obviously she's not you keep showing her foot being able to kick it nothing you know did did that draw you out at all do you know what i'm talking about i'm gonna be honest nothing could draw me out of this movie that was never i was never <laughs> in the movie you know like i didn't see i i was just like yeah she's like she, she's like drowning in the water but there's no reason for why she because she's pulled out of the boat so you assume like oh she can't swim it because someone's holding her down but specifically they show several shots of her not being held onto by anything there's just some twigs around her feet and it doesn't even show them like twisted or tangled in them in any fashion it's just like oh no there's sticks adjacent to my feet. How can I swim up? I'm so sorry. I can't add to this. I just, I was, the end surprised me because it, because it didn't seem like an end at all. It was just like, whoa. 
Yeah. And then and then it was done. And then the credits <laughs> rolled. Now, and I thought it was an accident. Like yeah. I was like, fucking Tubi. And I started f- fucking around with it. And then it was like, no, no, that's the end. And it was no, like, that's it. Oh, whoa, yeah. Apparently, okay. apparently Hatchet 2 and 3 are just a, a continuation right off where it cuts off. Like oh. It's literally Hatchet 2 and 3 happens within the same night or the same couple days or something like that. So if it feels abrupt, good news. You got two more movies to watch. So there least. it is. There it is. It was good. It was fun. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't good fun. Um, <laughs> I thought it was good fun. This would be a good one if we're, we're saying who would we recommend this to. This is definitely one that you could watch with a group of friends. Oh, yeah. This is prime time for good for watching with friends. Yeah, for sure. This is like good enough to be enjoyable at some level, uh, but bad enough to constantly make fun of throughout the entire thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, actually, you know, to that end, um, last week we reviewed Titan, um, which is a recording from a very long time ago. Like April. (laughs) Yeah, nearing a long time ago. And that was very, very funny. If you didn't listen to the review of Titan, um, like, I don't normally do this, but uh-huh. uh, we were very funny in that episode. So, <laughs> just saying. Um, give, it a, give it a listen. Um, moving on, uh, let's get into our game for this episode. What would you do? I'm going to play it in with this uh song can i see one today oh girl just give me one today Ooh. i just want to see one of your titties girl that's right um in this game i'm going to pose some um some situations that may sound familiar uh if you are uh, a horror fan uh, and I'm, you're going to have to tell me, Bryce, uh, what you would do okay. in these situations. So simple, simple premise. Just, uh, just looking for your honest reaction. Like what would Bryce's go-to uh-huh. thing be? Okay. Here right, we go. Right, right. First situation. If you were trying to film softcore porn in the bayou on the tour in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, hatchet, and you came into this situation where a, ghost man who could hurt who could get hurt but uh, would then regenerate was coming after you what would you do you're the softcore porn feller i'm the director yes um i would go gonzo with it and like try to get victor crowley to sign on to the porn and just make it a real like you know uh buy you retards and young sluts Part two. Ooh, you said that word. You said the word. Ding, 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 ding. That's our word of the week. <laughs> well, yeah. we're talking about porn, so it's not, you know, if you find the word retard offensive in in porn, then you're just kind of uptight. But yeah. also in horror, like, I mean, we're talking about hatchet here. Um, so, yeah. That, that's... Yeah, I mean, there's there's not a lot of pearl clutchers in, in porn when it comes to titles. Uh, yeah. I'll just say that. Um, 
there's not a lot in horror either, but they're real pussies, dude. The ones that do that are out there, whew, man, just real diamond in the rough generational bullshit <laughs> babies. Um. Anyway, uh, so okay, so cool. Yeah, so you I would get, embrace it. You see, because yeah. that would protect. I mean, Victor Crowley. I mean, he's just looking for. I'm I'm sure he's just looking for some young sluts. I don't you know, think so. What would what would happen if like you tried to go that route, but he was like scared and confused by the concept, like offended, you know, by the thought, uh, like like a child, you know, like a simple. I don't know. Child. I mean, this is this is a movie trope. I mean, you're talking about like, oh, hey, monster bad. Oh, hey ho. But monster also, you know, sympathetic character. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the old King Kong. It's like King Kong also just wanted. You know, yeah, that big finger coming in that window. Mm, That big finger coming in the window. It's what will tame the wild beast. Finger in the window. (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, no, okay, yeah, that's a that's a good. uh, I think I think if I if it were me, it would turn into Blair Witch, like that. It'd just Mm. be I'd just be like ah run away and um and specifically i would get away from water um oh i just do not like the idea of the bayou at night it is a very scary concept a place for me because there's probably water everywhere you know like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you could get on land but it's surrounded by water land um kind of ironic that i live on an island now um yeah i didn't (laughs) think about this i did not think this oh god no Oh, no. Uh, okay, next situation. If you were a teenager trying to sleep, but this pedo sleep demon kept trying to kill you in your sleep, what would you do, Bryce? Oh, so Freddy Krueger? Yeah, so if you were a, if you were just trying to sleep um, and you were a kid, you know, a teen, and Freddy was like, hey, Bryce, looking to motorboat them cheeks, and you were like, ah! How, okay, how would you respond? Um, I mean, I feel like I'd do the same thing that the kids in the movie did, which was just try to stave off sleep for as long as possible until you go insane and fall asleep and you're helpless. It doesn't seem like a good it's, plan to me. It's not a, I mean, it's, it's not a winnable situation. Like, I think it might be. I, and let me, and let me tell you how. Okay. 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 Real freaks. Okay. This just goes back to what our good friend and producer uh, told us about crazy people in Portland. Like, what do you do about when you run up against crazy? Oh, right. Act right, right. crazier than the crazy people. So I think you can do the same thing with crazy um, pedo sleep demons and just be like super into it. Just be like, yeah, yeah but do you I have just any go like full Lolita? You're like, oh, I'm going to seduce Freddie. Yeah, and then he'll be like, oh, no, ew, you want it? Oh, 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 and be like, yeah, I'm so young. Oh, I'm, look at how young I am and into this. And uh, and then he'd just be like, oh, good Lord. And then maybe he'd, he, you'd freak him out. Maybe you'd snap him out of it. It's a valid strategy. It's a bold strategy. Let's see how it pans out. <laughs> yeah, um... it could go real bad, right? <laughs> yeah, it could. Hmm. I'll take that. Uh, next, next situation. If you lived in a town where a guy put on a Star Trek mask and started killing mostly women, then you, Br- young Bryce, 
What's your reaction? How young? I mean, right now? Like 40-year-old Bryce? No, young Bryce Hansen. Uh, How young? You know, uh, Laurie Strode. Oh, Star Laurie. Trek. So it's uh, Halloween. Yeah. So I'm uh, getting babysat, my, and my babysitter might be killed. Um, right. I, I would call 911. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of police cars show up, is there? Yeah, not a lot of people are calling 911 when they're running up against murder. Haddonfield is a town full of inept idiots. Right? Is it a well, real it's where town? where evil lives. You is know, ha- evil lives there. Oh, ha- Haddonfield oh, is a township in New Jersey in real life. But, uh, no, we're thinking of Haddonfield, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't appear to be a thing. What would you do in that situation? That's a good question. I feel like I feel like you could really kind of. I think it would be funny to go home alone with it, um, mm, and right. and then you know just set up a bunch of little booby traps and paint cans and and uh, you know make make the steps icy. You know. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah, that's a good idea. It'd be an interesting thing to see. Like, like, Home Alone versus Michael. So I yeah, think, I think that'd be. I feel like the the answer for that though is like you'd have this montage of Kevin McAllister setting up all these traps and like, like putting on the torch on the the door knob and like icing the steps and putting nails on the basement steps and the ornaments by the window and he'd be upstairs and be like. <laughs> Now we're just biding my time. And then the camera shows Michael Myers standing right behind him and yeah. just rips his head off. <laughs> it's like, that's just not how Michael Myers works. You know? Right. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I still can't get over the coolest kill uh, that I think Michael ever did was in Halloween Kills, uh, where he breaks the halogen light bulb in half and stabs that lady up through the neck with it. Mm. Halogen light bulb. It's like, oh. It's so creative and disgusting, but so creative. Okay, um, if you went to scout camp around a lake and were chased by a mama's boy who is still damp from drowning, what then, Bryce? You're a, you're a camp counselor. You're Bryce. I mean, we're talking about Jason from the last scene of Friday the 13th, or? It's kind of just Jason generally, you know. So Jason, hockey mask Jason. Yeah, Crystal Lake. I would call up my mommy and ask her to pick me up. And just be like, let's say it's in New Hello, Jersey. Mata, and you Hello, Mutta. Hello, Fada. <laughs> Here I am yeah. at Camp Crystal Lake. And I would just write home and be like, it's not working out. Like, I can't sleep. Uh, all the other boys are picking on me. And also, there's a guy in a hockey mask killing us one by one. Can I please come home? Okay, that's a that's a valid, that's valid. And in three to four days, maybe Tommy Hansen would show up, would show up yeah. and be like, "Bryce, are you okay? I got a weird message. For some reason, I have this accent." Um, okay, yeah, I think my, I think I, I th- okay. So I go, "What does Jason hate?" And I go, "Premarital sex." And um, and pr- <laughs> not a problem, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> promiscuity and so i think my move would be to find the condoms 
and then jack off all the guys until they got hard and then put the condoms on them Mm -hmm. um, to show that I was concerned about their sexual health and that I and for me good time so that's I mean so just a regular scout camp for you Okay, if you're attacked by a doll that was possessed by a serial killer, uh, you know, if you were just a kid and you got a doll for Christmas, but it turned out that doll had a serial killer's soul inside by because of a voodoo hex thing, what right. then? You're little Bryce. You got a Chucky doll. Go. I mean, I feel like realistically, and this is what I always come across with, with Child's Play is, I would just punt that motherfucker across the room anytime it got close to me. He's so strong and wiry, you know? Like, he's got moves. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe if he has supernatural strength, but I still feel like if you get a good swift kick in, like, it, it won't give him enough time to latch on. Mm. That's a good and point. And even, even if he's holding a knife, like, it's pretty, it'd be pretty hard to angle a stab, like, if you just get a one swift punt, you know? I've always said conceptually child's play disturbs me the most. Um, it's a creepy concept because this kid really genuinely loves this doll. And it's like, I love you, Chucky. And Chucky's like, I'm going to fucking kill you, you stupid bitch. And you're like, ah, um, <laughs> and so that's a really fucked up scenario. So I think the thing I would do is, take the doll with me to summer camp and then jack off all the guys mm -hmm. until they were hard and then put condoms on their dicks to show that I was into, I was promoting safe sex. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So that yeah. would probably be my uh, move there. Okay. Well, there it is, you guys. What would you do? Uh, go ahead and let us know. Uh, <laughs> you know, when all you got is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. It's, <laughs> that's right. When you've got the skill set to jack off a bunch of little kids. Whoa! Like, you <laughs> know. <laughs> what? Kevin Bacon was there, okay? Oh, sorry. The Baconator himself. Jack off a bunch of camp counselors, I guess. Um, let us know what you would do. Uh, you know, would you, would you show how into uh, abstinence you were? Or like, like, how would you handle these situations? Let us know on social media or by writing us at the place that we are. Um, thank you so much for listening to Horror Movie Talk. We really appreciate you and we hope you come back next week and we hope you bring a bunch of friends and we hope you become a Patreon member and we hope that you shop on our Amazon link at horrormovietalk.com slash or something, something, something. There's a button at the top. It says Amazon. If you click through it, then a little, then some of your then some of your purchase goes to us because and that helps a lot. You think it might not, but it does. So do it. Um, special thanks to all of our Patreons, all the Taylor W's out there. We appreciate you. Uh, you guys have a great, great week. And uh, call us at six eight two two five three four four six eight. Bye. Bye. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. You lose. You get nothing. Is that a ring? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh.
Wow, that didn't sound good. <laughs>